0: Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Gallion. Several anime companies have gone bankrupt. 1,337 anime fans have been sued. All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to
1: deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts, Jellocoon and Zach. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bonsai Beat. This is Jellocoon along with Zach. How are hello,
0: you? Hello, hello.
1: There you go. How have things been?
0: Oh, pretty great. Uh, The new anime season started, and with it, I started watching some anime again, so that's good news Uh, Yes, for myself and for people to listen and actually hear some amount of commentary from me for the current season.
1: Yeah, same here. I've watched probably more anime in the last week than I've watched probably in the last two or three months. Mm It's a lot of good stuff, and I guess fuck it, we'll just jump right into it. Um yeah. this this season is just nuts. tons of good show- uh shows that are that are either rebooting or um new series spin-offs.
0: Yeah, they, they got all three. Uh, they have new series uh reboots and continuations of a lot of popular shows, like high school DXD and Food Wars and stuff. Yeah, Tokyo well, ghoul.
1: yeah well, I started. By watching the new Persona 5. And I gotta say... That that was a fun first episode. And it went by so quick. And I like the... Who's the woman in the Velvet Room? She was all mean because she was a warden.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's <laughs> Caroline and Justine. I forget which one's mean. I think Justine... So. Is the mean one. And Caroline's like the nice one. But yeah I mean as someone who's played the game, they did a really good job on the first episode. It's extremely accurate to the first i'd say three hours of the game, so oh, they wow. covered a lot of ground um <laughs> yeah I'm definitely
1: co- i'm definitely sorry I'm gonna cut you off as someone mm-hmm. who hasn't played the game, I'm definitely confused right now i get <laughs> I get it because I've watched you know I've played three and four right but like four was, like, this discovery. Five now, it just kind of happened without really being prompted. All we know is the main character is a delinquent, but there seems to be more to it than that. Like, he really isn't, but everyone seems right, to Right, exactly.
0: Is. So, that's fine, because in the game, they don't explain any of it until probably episode two, uh, which I think came out today.
1: Okay, but I haven't watched it yet.
0: yet. So, like, he, at the end of the first episode, Joker transforms for the first time. Well, yep. he's called Joker in the game. His real name is what, like, Ray or something? I don't know. Yeah. Ray or Ren something with an R? Yeah.
1: So, but, I mean, well, they kind of went backwards in time of showing the thieves or whatever they're called mm-hmm. and him getting caught. And then kind of like, okay, I guess we'll start the story now.
0: Yeah, so that's exactly how the game happens. Basically, at the beginning of the game, you get captured in the casino, which is what you see in the beginning of the show. And then you're getting interrogated. And uh, Sai, Nijima, the detective comes in and starts interviewing you. So the story is being told through your interview, which is why... You're captured and then he restarts at the beginning because he's telling the detective.
1: That's what I figured. Okay.
0: Yeah. And throughout the story, they're gonna go forward to her and she's gonna be like, Tell me about what you did X and then it'll like go back again to the how you're seeing the story for the first time. Gotcha. And eventually okay. it catches up. Um Cool. Yeah, so no, very good. Exactly like the game. They covered a lot of ground, but that's good. I'd say that took me about three hours in the game, and it took me a hundred hours to beat. So if you're 24 episodes and you're doing three and uh, you could probably just rush the game and beat it in like 60 hours. Yeah, I think they're right on track for the pacing and the first episode's confusing because it's also an unknown in the game. So I I really like the pace they're doing. And even as someone who's played the game, I'm enjoying watching it because it doesn't waste my time. You know, even though I know what happened, it's everything looks cool. The music's good. Characters are good. I played it in English. It's nice to hear the Japanese actors. I think that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Very, very good. They're doing a good job.
1: There you go. Uh, What else did you watch? I'll kind of trade off with you. I don't want to...
0: Yeah. No, this is a cool trade-off because I watched uh, Caligula, which is by the same scenario writer. It's a game originally by the same wow. writer as the person who did Persona 4. Um, so that's interesting. So this is an adaptation from the game into an anime. And it, it's way different. I'm not sure how to feel about it. But essentially, the main character, uh, I think its name is Ritsu. It's this guy in high school. And he loves reading philosophy. And he quotes a whole bunch of philosophers. And he's just sick of high school. And it reminds me of sword art. Because the main popular thing in their universe is this idol. Like the sword art movie idol, but her name is Muse, which is also confusing because that's the band in Love Live. But either way, there's so much anime crossover in this, or at least reference. Um, But the end of the episode's crazy where everyone just starts brawling in his high school and they're all punching each other and they're all seemingly mind controlled. And there's this guy with this giant gun that looks very fake and fantasy-like, like shooting the students So he, like, runs away. The students appear evil, almost like zombies, I guess. So he thinks the students are bad. The guy's shooting them. So he runs to the guy with the gun, and he's like, please save me. And then the episode ends. So I've never played the game. But it has the persona element of, like, a second world where this guy with a giant, like, magical gun is somehow in the real world. And people are, like, mind-controlled. So I don't know. It's... Something I'm interested in it's aesthetically cool, like persona, like persona's very stylish, so is this gotcha all all the fake world is like black and white, like flower themed it, it looks really cool
1: huh.
0: um yeah, so it's pretty, it's by the scenario writer persona. It could be cool, but I watched the first episode, and I liked it more than most people seem to like it, but I also have no idea where it's going, so.
1: Cool. Um, I then watched the new Sword Art online.
0: The okay, same.
1: Alternative GGO. I really liked the first episode, although I was a bit confused. Um, how they kept cutting back to first person view of her like running.
0: And I was trying to figure <laughs> yeah.
1: out like. Is that what they see when they play the game, or do they see, like, third person?
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that bugged me, because at different points it switch perspectives. Where she's running in first person, That's should be what they see. It's a virtual reality game, right? Yeah. Um, But then, when the man gets, like, executed in front of the car, like one of the other squad people, he sees, like, his character... Um, instead of seeing through the eyes of his character. So that inconsistency annoyed me. (laughs) It's like everyone should see in first person, or no one should. But Yeah. Yeah, so that was kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, I like that Kirito's not in it, but you're right, it was a lot more moe and cute, and the main character's all tiny and pink, like a bunny. Yeah. She's really quick, like a bunny.
1: And that's the thing. Like, we've literally learned nothing outside of... Uh, I mean, the very ending. I was kind of like, "What's this supposed to represent?" Because it was like, "Me too." Hot, the hotness is like all these like elementary school girls. Like, "Oh yeah, let's watch the the GGO game on Twitch on our big screen."
0: Which, yeah, which we can only assume was recorded because the girl that brings them food is the bunny girl.
1: Ah, okay.
0: So okay, I was too
1: stupid. That- I didn't put that together.
0: Yeah, although like she's amazing, that's whatever for you. And she's like, "Stop, you're embarrassing me." Yeah, her.
1: Oh yeah, Um, yeah, yeah.
0: So that's especially if you watch the end credits. The the whole ending song is just like a montage of her with like the weird camera split, like her character and her on the same face and stuff. Um, which is weird because they didn't make her look that tiny in like the end reveal. Yeah, but. In the end song, they were matching her character to the bunny who's like three feet tall. Huh. But either way, and then the the one man who they never introduced is like the veteran of gun games or something. I didn't really like it because it just felt like they were appealing to that genre of game. So when Gal was written about mm-hmm. in late no- novel form, and even when it was animated, um, that type of game wasn't popular. But since then, we've had PUBG and Fortnite. And now this is the most popular type of multiplayer game there is, is the Battle Royale version, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm saying the same thing. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't know what PUBG was until February.
0: Right. And so now Fortnite is similar, but Yeah, yeah, no, I, I've, I've played Fortnite
1: a few times. Uh-huh. But, yeah, so
0: you're right, the, My point being is those didn't exist when this was written about. Um, Battle Royale wasn't a popular game type. Hunger Games made it a more popular genre, perhaps. Um, yeah, yeah. but the, the, what bugged me is it felt like the whole time they were trying to appeal to that popularity. They they spent a lot more time on the, the gameplay elements than what Sword Art could be as a story, and it just kind of felt like fan service for people that have since grown to like those games. Yeah, and I didn't
1: really but enjoy. it's episode one, too. You gotta hook people. I just think yeah. it'll have to be good timing. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind that they just, they say in the whole game because I thought it was interesting and it was interesting to watch them overcome a challenge, even though it seems a little weird. Like why does this person have like super speed, but no one else seems to understand like, Oh, that's a power up you can do or, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. yeah I thought that like, was weird too. It always just why seems was she, like, why was she so afraid of fighting everyone if she has that ability?
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, you know it's like oh yeah of course the main character always gets some kind of weird special power that nobody yeah. else knows it's like really? Yeah,
0: I was like, wondering yeah. when she was the sights runner and I had a flashback to Kirito deflecting all of the laser bullets or because the laser shows the aiming I yeah, guess yeah, he deflects yeah, all the bullets that. yeah but this time she just went really quickly which seemed even more unfair than Kirito blocking them so hopefully well, this character just isn't as broken as Kirito is well
1: but. that and the trees seemingly are uh, impenetrable
0: yeah, she hit well, the tree. I, I like that they pointed out you can use people's dead bodies as a shield, and they're like, we can't shoot her, she's too small, I thought that was pretty <laughs> funny. Because I'm like, well, that's something that could actually happen in the game, if you could hide behind the corpses, so... let pile that was, them up. That, that was the cool element of gameplay. The dumb element of gameplay is I didn't like how much they mentioned the scan. Like, how many times oh, do I need yeah, to Oh, yeah, it was like map?
1: five times!
0: Yeah, they're like, the scan is going to happen! And it's like, you already know what that is from the other Sword Art series, Did they really have to explain? Yes, they do.
1: Not everyone has been watching. Explain how a
0: map works.
1: This is a map.
0: Like this is a map. These are the enemies near us. Like why did we have to see that five times? She's the best at the game because she's the smartest person at reading a map. If Kirito was in it, that's what the explanation would be. Probably. He's the best at reading maps.
1: He is map reader. Kirito. Just rolls off the tongue. All the merchandise.
0: So I want them to introduce the the Tan hot character but she's not in it yet.
1: Oh, we'll get there.
0: Hopefully she just replaces the giant man. And then it was kind of weird that she called her P90 Peachon. <laughs> I don't I don't know if you noticed yeah, that.
1: Yeah, no, I noticed it.
0: Yeah, it's a little silly. Yeah, whatever. and then and then the opening was pretty cool.
1: It reminded me of Ranma.
0: Interesting. Yeah, or, I haven't seen Ranma. Coolie but... Cooly. Okay, yeah. But the other thing that... I mean, the intriguing part for me, starting Sword Art, right, isn't Sword Art. I don't really care. But it's what they can do with the characters outside of the game. And the opening scene implied she has something else going on. Yeah. Which I thought was cool. And... Like, so basically that's what I'm holding out for is whether it's trauma or something, I I want some unique character development that affects how she plays the game. And they almost did it correctly with Kirito and his PTSD, but then... They they, kind of forgot about it. Yeah, they magicked it all away so he could defeat the enemy, which I thought was lame. So I, I really want to know what the dynamic outside of the game is. And they end the first episode, you know, outside of the game. So there's hope. It's not just all PUBG fan service.
1: Exactly. What else have you watched?
0: I watched the first episode of season three of Tokyo Ghoul, and I had no idea what the fuck was going on. Um, I don't remember season two that well. It's been a while. So I looked up the recap, or not even recap. I just read the Wikipedia for what happened in the episodes, and I realized, excuse me, I don't remember because it was just very bad. Um, I hated the last episode of the first season, some people liked it for some reason. I was talking to this girl yesterday, and that was her favorite episode. So I have no idea how that happens. As a fan, it's basically just the main character being tortured, and then he becomes edgy and evil. And it, it takes 25 minutes, and it's very lame, in my opinion. But um, so then the second episode diverges from that, and the main character takes a backseat. I don't think you you haven't watched Tokyo Ghoul, have you?
1: No, it looks too S and M.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's entered that territory, I suppose. But the first season I enjoyed. Um, it told a good story, had cool action. The second season was a terrible story and maybe better action, but that didn't make up for it. In the third season, I have no idea what's going on, but it's not because I forgot. It's because they're basically just making up a new story. It supposedly has the same character, but he forgot who he was, I guess, and he's pretending to be someone else, or at least... Not pretending, but he believes he's someone else. So it was confusing. Not a huge fan of this show. Uh, some people are big fans of it, so like maybe I'm missing something. But like after the first season, which I thought was paced very clearly, like he was turned into a ghoul. He had flashbacks about the person that like essentially made him a ghoul because he's unique in that he turned into a ghoul because he had a surgery and that ghouls pieces were put in him to save his life or whatever. So he retained some of his humanity and he helps his friends fight the evil ghouls. And I was on board with that, but then the second episode was crazy or the second season. And they had this giant war between like the regulatory agency police that fight the ghouls and the good ghouls and then the bad ghouls and everyone fought each other. And now they just picked up in someplace random. So I don't know if I'm supposed to be reading source material or if I'm just supposed to be lost and be okay with the cool action. But so far I'm not okay with the cool action one episode in. So I hope they quickly tie it back to the first season or else I'll, I'll give up watching after a few episodes because I have no idea what's happening. Fair That's, that's all I have to say about that. It's kind of disappointing. And like, as far as the other continuations of shows, um, I'm not caught up on food wars. I might do that because Season 3 looks good like all of them, but I have to be in a special mood to watch Food Wars. I I know what to expect, and I'm not always in that mood. Um, And then High School DxD, I'm waiting for it to be dubbed. It's by a new animation studio. It still looks fine, but I love it because of the comedy in English, so I gotta wait. And... I'm pretty sure that's all I've watched, just those four. And then I was watching from last season, Land of the Lustrious, maybe two seasons ago. But it's the one Amazon picked up. And it's pretty good. Uh, it's about all these girls that are gems. They're just all named after different gems, basically. Um, the main character is uh, Foes, or Phospholite. And she's basically... They reveal that there's sea creatures, which used to be the hearts, bodies of humans, the space people, which are like the minds of humans, and then the gems, which are something else. Basically, humans were shattered in the future into three different parts. Some of them went to space, some live as gems, and some live underwater. And the space people, the minds that are trying to put back humans to how they used to be, are hunting the gems and the sea people. So they go around and hunt them. The gems have to defeat them by fighting them. And it follows the main character who's basically useless at everything because her hardness is 3 out of 10. She's very brittle as a stone. It's <laughs> just phospholite. And she's not a diamond or whatever. So the people come down. They like shatter into a million pieces. They rebuild her. And then she's different because she has like different parts. So it's pretty interesting because the story is like an adventure. She's trying to figure out what's going on. She's the typical underdog, but she changes each time she breaks, which is cool. Hmm. And uh, it's it's very pretty. It's on Amazon. I've been enjoying it, but it's only 12 episodes. I'm like halfway through, but it's pretty neat. It's ridiculous because like the space minds of humans are coming down to like shoot God arrows and kill the gems and haul them away, which is silly. But I mean, they explain the story well enough that I'm on board and the characters are neat, so.
1: Is it on Netflix, or is it dubbed?
0: Um, I'm pretty sure I'm just watching it subbed on Amazon.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you said Amazon. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime Video or whatever. And I think it's only in Japanese, but it's, it's good. And it was well-received. I didn't watch it at the time, but on my anime list, it has like an 8.6 out of 10. Oh, wow. So. I don't know if I'd rated it that high yet, but so far, there's nothing wrong with it. So if it ends well, then I think it's it's a very good show. I'm surprised I didn't hear more about it.
1: Yeah, no kidding. It's the first time I'm hearing about it.
0: Yeah, and Uh, it's it's very pretty looking.
1: Finally, I got to watch my favorite show that I've been waiting 13 years for. Fucking what? Damn. (laughs) Um, Full Metal Panic, Invisible Victory. And it picks up right after freaking the second raid so i freaking love it everyone's back this is the first time i've watched it in japanese so that's kind of new to me and i'll be honest i'm a little fuzzy on the events to a degree but i still remember most of what happened so we'll see i'm stoked i'm bummed because i wanted to watch steins gate zero i haven't had a chance yet
0: I haven't watched that either. Yeah. And That's I've the also, only one on my list I didn't get to.
1: Yeah, same. And then I also picked up Megalobox. It's the 50th anniversary of Ashita No Joe. Never saw Ashita No Joe, but I figured boxing where a guy has to like he works fixed boxing matches and stuff. Like so, like it's it looks it sounds interesting. Hmm. So if you want to pull up the synopsis uh. Ah. Oh, so. So. Let's see. Junk dog. Junkyard dog. Junk dog. Excuse me. Participates. Participates in fixed boxing matches. In an underground ring. In order to live. Today he enters the ring again. But he encounters. A certain person, J.D., wants to take on a challenge and miss that risks everything. That's just, that's the entire synopsis.
0: Hmm. When was this made? This is old.
1: Yeah, it's 50th anniversary.
0: Holy shit. Damn. All right, well, <laughs> good, good luck. Come
1: on, it's rated R and it has violence and profanity.
0: Oh, yeah. And it's saying I mean, so... It's definitely going to have a lot of... Violence if it's it older, be badass. Uh, that was how they sold things. After watching Akira, uh, I can see the hyper violence of. That's not even that old, but you know, yeah, certainly some hyper violence. Speaking of Akira, did you see Ready Player One?
1: No, not yet. We were ah. about. I was about to, but well, then I got tickets to Super Troopers 2.
0: Hmm. I I still have to watch Super Troopers one though. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't seen it, but Ready Player One was good. So I've read the book, and the movie was way different than the book, but probably in a good way. I think if they just adapted the book, it would have been way more boring than the movie, so worth seeing. Yeah. Ho- hopefully it hypes up the VR craze more so we can get more VR things. But
1: Yeah, I agree. Pretty neat. Yeah? Neat movie. Anything else uh, you watched?
0: No, I'm excited for Steinsgate. And, I mean, overall, I'm still excited to continue the airing season. The only one that disappointed me was Tokyo Ghoul, but I was never really attached to that show. Gotcha. So.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely interested in seeing what kind of pans out, because I want to definitely probably pick up one more show. We shall see, though. So, All right. today I'll be reviewing the Relive OVA series, uh, specials that came out a couple weeks back. I episodes 14, 15, 16, and 17. So, look for that here shortly. But, let's get into DVD
0: picks. It's another week, and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. well just one question about that. Does Crunchyroll, like, pick it up and put it under the show header? I think so. Because that always confused me. Well, not confused me, but... I it's think like OVAs did. are the hardest thing to track down for me in like the anime world. And yeah. it's nice that Crunchyroll occasionally just like puts them in there, but it's still hard to remember to go back and watch them. So. Gotcha. Because I, I saw recently, not recently, but when I talked about it on the podcast, probably like half a year now, that the interviews with Monster Girls got an OVA and they got it and they just put it under the show heading. That's yeah. nice. but
1: And that's probably what they did here too, because mm-hmm. they consider it like... A continuation. It's not yeah. like, oh, here's a side story or whatever.
0: It's annoying when, yeah, when there's side stories or movies, and Crunchyroll doesn't get it, and they're hard to track down. So
1: yep, yep,
0: yep. I, I like the conglomerate, the Netflix-like index that Crunchyroll is adapting. <laughs> um,
1: <clears throat> all right, want to get into DVD picks? Sure. All
0: right. I, I mean, then the other show that's airing. That's big. Is My Hero Academia? Of course. I thought the first episode was very dumb, or really? at least treated you like treated you like you're very dumb because they stress heavily that like this is the bad guy, you're the bad kid, and look how aggressive and typical bad guy he is. And then this is the good guy, he's weak and he's the underdog, and it's like okay, you've seen that setup before. It's a shown in anime, so whatever. He has to get stronger, but that's like the whole. 25 minutes and they just like keep rubbing it in your face and it was uh, painful so i talked to my friend about it and he loves the show but he said that you basically only need to watch the recap of season one which is the first episode of season two and he's like it seems like they realized their mistake where the pacing was just bad they only covered like a week in the first season and maybe because there's a lot of exposition like in the manga that they did that but yeah. he, he said I should try again to get into it by just watching the recap and starting season two where things progress. So, yeah, I, I might give it a second chance and put on the third season now. But, yeah, I, it sounds like my inkling was right that the first season is just wasting your time. So, All OK, right. DVD picks. I, I brought it up because I saw season two came out a few weeks ago on DVD uh, or Blu-ray. Yeah. Um. Ooh. Here we go. This is one I would buy in three days. Interview with Monster Girls. Complete collection. Blu-ray DVD. Yep. And normally I just say this is one I'd get. I think this is one I'll actually buy. I really love that show. Really? Yeah, and I would watch it I would rewatch it right now and I'm wanna see it dubbed. So this is one I might actually hold myself to to buy.
1: Pay attention to right stuff. They usually have sales.
0: So they have Monster Hunter stories, Hayaku, or haiku, haiku, haiku. Yeah, the volleyball, volleyball.
1: one. volleyball. I always thought it was haiku, haiku too. I'm like, or haiku, you know, like hello or yeah. like hurry.
0: I want to pronounce it like haiku, like the po- poetry. There you go, or that. Yeah, are they doing poetry in the show? Volleyball poetry. No, that's Chihara Furu, and that's getting a new season. Which was unexpected for most people. Damn. I never I never finished season one. It's like very calm but good show. So I want to continue and watch season three because people are very hyped for season three because they didn't think it would happen after it's been five years now. So Yep. Uh oh no, I've lost my list. Oh there we go. We got Uberra Morocho. Moriocho. I don't I don't know what that is. No idea. Um. Uh, a quick Google search will reveal. Ah, it's the the cute girl that wanted her belly rubbed because she's like an animal. What? I don't know if you remember seeing that. No. Ah. Well, there's like this fox girl that takes care of a shrine, and the only thing I've ever seen from it is this gif of her laying down, and she's like, I've been. It's very erotic, or at least fan service like, even though fan service is not one of the labels, and she's like, I've been very bad. Punish me by rubbing my belly. And she, like, reveals her belly because she thinks she's a fox, but she's just a girl. Ah. The gif was cute, but I have no interest in the show. Um, Kato, the right answer. Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. I know that's a fan favorite. Yep. Uh, Koro Sensei Quest. Classic Lloyd. Doesn't even sound like it would be a show. Yeah. Digimon Adventure Try. Sailor Moon Super S. There's a lot of older shows here. I guess we can go to the next week, because that was kind of lame. Yeah. Mary and the Witch's Flower by Altitude Altitude Film. I want to look what this is because I don't know. I've never heard of that company.
1: large well, G Kids.
0: Oh. So they're just Universal. So they're just like doing the English release of Mary and the Witch's Flower, it appears. Yeah, I guess. Which is a movie. Um, okay. Uh, Ayakashi. Well, these are all discotech. Baldios, the movie. Fair then partly Piggy. No. Toriko, the movie. Zatch Bell, the movie. Damn. How, how do they make money making any of these?
1: I am shocked that discotech got Toriyoko. Um, Because Mm -hmm. that was like Funimation. Maybe it didn't sell.
0: Yeah, they're just pawning it off. Um, Mobile Suit Gundam, Naruto. Who
1: enjoyed Zach Bell that much?
0: Well, that's a lot of nonsense that's been out forever, but Interview with Monster Girls is something I'd actually buy. The only other thing that I even know about on that list, or care about, is Dragon Maid, but I haven't seen it. So yeah, what, what do you think?
1: Yeah, none of it looks good.
0: Well, Monster Girls is great, but yeah. Yeah. Well, there's uh, that. Okay. <laughs> Lame. We have a good season, but if you're buying anime... Well, I can't really say that because this is the first anime I'd want to buy in like three years. So it's a good week for me. But other than that, a lot of old stuff.
1: Yep. Uh, all right. Anything else you want to get into? Uh,
0: I haven't heard any interesting news or anything, so I don't. I don't think so.
1: Okay, fair enough. So, real life, OVA's. So um, I remember episode thirteen being like the big finale of. Um, so it was like the finale of uh, Kaizaki coming to the end of his first year and being in real life. And he got offered a job to be at real life and become a support person as well. Mm-hmm. This kind of puts the brakes on that to a degree and just says, we'll, we'll pick up where the, where the fireworks and everything kind of picked up afterwards. So he's still in that first year. But it's coming near the end. It's like September, maybe October, November, somewhere in that range. So we open the first episode though with an older uh, Chizuru who is like
0: main main girl. He was that's the main girl that
1: he was like kind of falling for, and the kind of girl that we've all known as like the monotone kind of. Smart girl she, she
0: can't smile. She can't she's all smile. awkward. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: She's a real life subject.
0: So she's gonna do the same thing. No
1: no 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 no. This is what it's called weird. They show her as an older adult and she gets propositioned to join real life, and then they go back to where they were at the, like episode twelve. Where they're all back in school together and Her and Kaizaki are pretty much wrapping up their real life experiments, but they don't know each other that, that they're, uh, real life participants. So this entire time we had no clue whatsoever. They never hinted at it. She was just the girl that Kaizaki, you know, gave advice to and tried to help out. Hmm. And she was like super smart.
0: So she's super smart because she was just old and in the program, or?
1: Yeah. So this is her second year, doing the program. She failed her first year, so they extended her another year.
0: How do you? How do you fail?
1: I just did, didn't think it was a success. Ah. Yeah. Okay. So, with that out of the way, um, um. Yosuke is no longer the support person for her. That moves to On. Or also Mm. Onaya. I can't even say it. Onaya? I don't know. Whatever. Say that three times fast. (laughs) Anyway. So she asks Chizuru if Kaizaki is a participant of real life. And they go... Well, we can neither confirm nor deny. Why do you think this? And she goes, Well, when I was at his house, I noticed he smokes. He has an old MD player like Minidisc. And he seems very mature. And he's really bad at school, especially at PE. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but basically. Uh they like should, they can't you know obviously say yay or nay because if he's found out, um the experiment ends immediately. Mm. So um basically the first three of the four episodes uh is Chizuru and Kaizaki slowly getting closer and closer together as uh, as the relationship grows. And then they finally go over the line of, uh, I think I like you. I like you too, uh, and all that. Meanwhile, coming to terms with that their real life is ending, and realizing like, you know, they made all these great memories. They've met all these nice people, and they've and they've helped them out. And it's gonna mean nothing. Like they're getting ready to graduate high school, and they're like. Getting ready for entrance exams and things of that nature, and they're both like, "This is meaningless. I, I'm not. I'm not going to college," you know. But they have to play the part.
0: So what? Did, when it I forget did, when it ends? Do they just become older again? Or? Yeah, they
1: take a pill and it turns them old again.
0: How convenient. Okay. Yes. So the ruse. If, if the real life is a success, it's over. They become older. Yes. Yeah, so, so basically, that, so that's the real not, life. That's not why they want to play along with it because they know it's just fake, or.
1: Yeah. Well, no, because they have to play the part of mm-hmm. being a high school student still.
0: I don't. I don't see why they don't want to get together though. Cause
1: because because think... okay. So here's the thing: when you are in the real life program and it ends, you are forgotten essentially. But your mark isn't forgotten. So, for example, they take a class picture. Hmm. And they both think like, oh this doesn't matter. What am I gonna be? Like a ghost or something? You know, what's gonna happen? And they're like, oh that's a different division. They'll take care of it. But <laughs> but they're both just like you know, like they realize that they have these feelings for each other, but it's not gonna matter. And they're coming to grips with that. Let alone the people around them who they care about now. Like um, At the end of the first season, Olga and Kyru got together. Olga and Kyru kind of had the this great they kind of liked each other, but could never really come to say it. Well, they finally came out and said, "Oh, I like you," and they started dating. Mm -hmm. Well, like during one of the scenes, they were all getting ready for college, and they were like, "Oh, where are you going?" And they're going, "I'm going to Adoba University." and like, oh, we are too. Oh, man. Things are never going to change. It's going to be just like it is today. Except we'll be in college. It'll be great. And then back of their minds are lying. Uh-huh, yeah. Meanwhile, they're like, <laughs> this sucks. Because there was even at one point, Kaizaki even says, why do I have to become an adult again? Why do I have to quit the program? And they basically say, you're, he, ba- he doesn't, basically, he says, This high school version of you is an illusion. You do not exist. Hmm. And you will not exist after this experiment. But like you said, the mark of you or the the things you did while you were here will have an impact.
0: Yeah, so there's an interesting element to that. Because, like, don't the people in that world recognize... That, like, people could be amongst them that aren't real high school students. Like, do, do students know that that's a pro- Like, because I would know that they that's have, a program that exists. Well,
1: they have an inkling because they always see Kaizaki as really mature, as like the guy you can go talk to, and mm-hmm. he'll give you this worldly advice. Or, you know, like, he, he like, Chizuru says, like, Hey, I, I also feel like Kaizaki's very mature compared to a typical high school student. I have this aura about him. And the other students say the same thing. Like a circle of friends. Like Oga says mm-hmm. the same thing. Like, hey, you know, you seem really mature. And he goes, oh, what do you know? I, I'm just, uh, you know, he plays it off.
0: I'm just some, some guy, some yes. high school man. Yes. Interesting. So we never find out why
1: Chizuru was chosen we just know that she's part of the program where in the first season, you know, we had this in-depth study of why Kaizaki ended up in the situation he was in. Um, right. But Chizuru was just kind of there. And like I said, they really focus on them getting prepared to end real life and kind of like still enjoying their time. Cause that's also part of the purpose of real life. Is to make up for life lost, and better yourself, so you can be prepared to move to the next phase of your life. In this case, becoming back an adult, and becoming you know a successful member of society. And that's the funny thing is they remember all their memories, except because they're both real life participants, they don't remember each other. Huh. But like after. He gets to be an adult again. He's still got all the pictures of all that he took, you know, during school when he was a student. Mm-hmm. So, but, um, so I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go ahead and spoil it because either you've it watched is the OVA. this, yeah. and it's the OVA,
0: so And how many episodes is it? It's Cause... four. Okay, yeah, I want to know what the resolution is because so far it's... It seems like they just dropped that on you, and they have no chance of meeting in the future. I yeah, don't
1: know. so the support people, oh, uh, um, Yosuke and On, An,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, basically On, they On is very concerned in the fact that, like, should we allow this relationship to go on between these two, because they're both text subjects, they're not gonna know each other, afterwards. Like, is it Mm -hmm. wrong of us to allow this to happen? Like, this falsehood. And Mm -hmm. Yosuke pretty much just says, you know, it is what it is. There's nothing against it.
0: You know? So... Well, the point is for them to enjoy their time. Exactly. They They should be able to date while they're there.
1: Yes, exactly. So, um, they go out. So, uh, Chizuru... Basically, everyone around her knows that she likes Kaizaki, and the same thing with the guys. They kind of know that he likes Chizuru. Finally, mm-hmm. she gets talked into going on a Christmas date with him. They go to an amusement park, and they have fun, and they buy each other these little phone straps. Uh, because we find out Yosuke texts... Uh, 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 Kazaki, saying, "Hey, it's it's her birthday today too," so she buys him a gift. So she buys, he buys her a phone strap as well, and um,
0: that's something tangible too that they can carry.
1: Exactly. So that into that, being older. Yes, and this is exactly it. So they end school. They they start dating, but it's very like the last couple of scenes are like they go to the amusement park. They hold the same umbrella. And then they cut to like a couple days later, a week, couple weeks later. I don't know. The timeline of events is kind of screwy. Essentially, mm. it was like Christmas, and then now it's like graduation day. So, I don't know, March, whatever. Mm. And they're both going to bed, kind of knowing like, hey, in a day or two after we graduate, we're going to not see it's each all other. Over. Yeah. <laughs> so they text each other on Lime, which is their version of Line.
0: Do and they know that each other no. are real-life people yet? No. no. Okay.
1: Now, she suspects, and it has a strong indication. And again, mm-hmm. like, they don't tell her outright, but even she has is conflicted about the feelings for him, because she's like, she even says, like, they say, well, what if he was just a normal high schooler? And she said, I wouldn't have feelings for someone who's 11 years younger than me. Mm. So... But even she's. And they're like, like uh oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, they even say in the beginning of the real life, like, you can pretty much do whatever you want, but you can't be like a sexual deviant and like sexually molest women or, you know what I mean? Like,
0: you can't <laughs> still maintain legality.
1: Yeah, to a degree. But they're like, hey, if you date, you date. Like, they're like, if stuff happens, it happens. Like, you're a high school student. But, you know, they wrestle with that early on too. Like, first episode. You know, we were in the head of Kaizaki where he's like, oh, man, I need to smoke. And he, you know, like he ran to school that day, first day. <laughs> and remember, the cigarettes fall out of his bag. And the teacher's like, what? you smoking. He goes, yeah, right. what about it? He goes, you're a high school student. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she freaks out. Right. But um, huh. so really p- p- sweet moment where uh, they're about ready to hang. You know, they're about ready to. Call it a night. They both say good night, but then Chizuru calls him, just saying, "Hey, I want to hear your voice." And then they chat for hours on end. So, mm-hmm. um, they really push that narrative. So essentially, um, you know, they have this big emotional scene where they hug, and they both cry, saying, "I don't want to forget you." Blah 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 blah. Both promise each other not to forget each other, and.
0: So at that point, the cat's out
1: of the bank. No, 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 They still don't really know. Like, they don't, uh, they're kind of saying it internally. Uh-huh. But I think because they're both in the same situation, they kind of know, but they don't, they don't outright tell you, like, oh, we know. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, An is very conflicted about this because she sees them coming together, you know, as a, a couple, and, you know, she knows what's going to happen. And she really, like, wants to help, but can't. It's against her. Uh, Yosuke has pretty much said, like, you can't interfere. You know, we are. I don't are not, see what
0: the big deal is this, of if they're both actually adults and not high schoolers. Why can't they just meet I, after I, the program?
1: I, I, well, so we'll get to that. Okay. So, um, they both, you know, have this big thing. Uh, Yosuke goes over to uh, Kaizaki's house. And they end up, and they say, "Okay, you've done your eerie life. You know how's it been? Blah 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 blah." So they have to take this other pill, turn back into an adult. Uh, so Ryosuke's like, "Hey, I gotta stick here around here until you, until you become an adult again. Then I'll head out." So he's mm-hmm. on the phone with An. An's doing the same thing with Chizuru, and they're on the phone. And Chizuru is already passed out, sleeping. But suddenly a marker falls out of underneath the blanket where she was laying. And she starts freaking out. And she turns over her hand and it says, I fell in love with Kaizaki Arata." And she bursts out into tears saying, you you stupid. You had to hide this better from me. Because now she has to erase... She has to con- she has to erase that message from her hand, because they can't remember about each other. But she was going ah. to let it pass, because she secretly wanted them to be together. In my opinion, that's what I what I feel. Mm-hmm. Like she saw that they were a good thing. But because of this, she like breaks down crying, like at the foot of the bed, after finding this message written on her hand, in permanent marker. And uh, that was really emotional because I was like, oh, man, they want the one shred of hope. You know, and I was like, getting yeah. ready to be depressed. And they got
0: erased because uh, well, the, gr- the main girls it it. It's...
1: No, 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 no. Chizuru was a, sli- well, yeah, basically. So, An. She wasn't pa- careful enough. Yeah, like, exactly. And An was even like point blank, like, you had to hide this better from me. You should have hid this better from me. I didn't want to find this. Mm-hmm. Cause she was right, she was literally getting ready to leave, and she bumped the bed, and this permanent marker fell out from underneath the the, the blanket. Mm. So, um, cause she was not careful, she was like doing the dishes. Um, so we're I'm assuming between the time she took the pill, and when she left the room, we don't see this, but I would assume that's when she made her choice. Mm-hmm. But. Flash forward, they're adults now. I don't know how much time has passed. Um, uh, Kaizaki basically, he gets a bunch of, because he did such a good job at his real life, the real life people find a bunch of prospective people who want to hire him. But he basically says, I I don't want to work for any of these people. Um, I was so impacted by my, my time doing a real life, I really want to work for real life. So he becomes a support person. Well, Interesting. Chizuru picks the same path. Uh, she says, "You know, I, I feel like I did really good in my real life. I want to work for real life." So it turns out they both go to. They're both hired on, and they go to uh, like a party to celebrate their hiring on, as a big te- as different teams, like the entire company going out drinking together.
0: Mhm.
1: And he's openly told everybody on his team that ah oh, yeah, I, I did a real life and this and that. Well, he goes he comes late to the party and he sits in Shizuru's spot. And she's like, "Oh, hey, uh, that's my spot." You know. And he's like, "Oh, sorry about that, you know, my bad." And he notices the strap. And he goes, "Hey, that's kind of like cuz he was looking at his phone going to the event going, "I remember the pictures." But I don't, and he's looking through this through his phone. But he's like, I don't understand why I have the cell phone strap. Like hmm. He's like, I must have got it during my real life, but I, I can't for circumstances the life. Like,
0: are unknown. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but it's she, like that's a nice strap. It looks like mine.
1: Not necessarily that. Just it's like, oh hey, I guess I got it. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But he didn't understand the symbolism to it. So. As Chizuru is leaving to go sit with her team or elsewhere or whatever, he notices that she has the same or a very similar strap on his phone that she has on her book bag, you know, her handbag.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He goes, oh, that's weird. Okay. Well, later on in the night, they all finished drinking and they're ready to go. Everyone left them. Convenient. And <laughs> Convenient. they all went, the, the other teams went to some other place and it started raining so they're both kind of waiting under an awning together and they get to talking and he notices a strap again and he goes, she goes, Hey, I, I heard people saying that you did real life. And he goes, yeah. She's like, you shouldn't tell people about that. You know, that's personal information. And he goes, well, everybody knows. So whatever. I'm open about it. And, uh. She goes, well, I I did it too. He goes, really? Well, can I ask you about it? She goes on about it. But, you know, a little bit sad. But then he looks down and sees the strap again, his strap. And it's the hair braid she wore with like a plus symbol. That was the thing of the strap. And they both kind of instantly remember she gets bits and pieces and he gets bits and pieces. And then they realize who they are and all the events that happened during the real life. So the
0: what should be impossible.
1: It should be, but God damn it, I was so fucking happy.
0: The magic of anime love. <laughs> yes. Or they both their their minds should be white.
1: Yeah. So they look and go cuz they were talking about the fireworks festival. Mm. That's what it was.
0: She An event it was, they both were. She at.
1: was mentioning yes. And she's like someone told me that I was like a firework I was slowly fading and and he goes yeah I I kind of remember something like that too and he's <laughs> and then like the puzzle pieces like came together huh and then she's like oh Kaizaki Chizurusa. and then they like started both crying and like embraced
0: oh and that's how that's the sweet. show
1: ends I want that's more goddammit.
0: it that's a good OVA. It sounds like it ends better than the actual show.
1: Yeah, because the OVA at least wraps that up. And uh, t- Don't get me wrong, I-, I was expecting to walk away from this like, uh ah, away. Oh, okay. This whole thing we saw build, well, that sucks. Anime and the depressing endings.
0: Mm-hmm. But that no, reminds me of uh, Suki Gakure.
1: Ah, don't spoil oh. it for me. Ah, shut up. <laughs>
0: I mean, it doesn't end the same, but the cell yeah. phone yeah. was a big element of it.
1: Gotcha. So, yeah. Um, definitely, definitely uh, was really excited. to. Fin- I was really happy to finish it. I was really happy to have a happy ending. And honestly, I'd love it to go further where maybe see how they do. They end the episode with um, Kaizaki uh, going to Oga's house where...
0: One of the one of the overseer people? No, or...
1: so Oga was one of the uh, students that he was friends oh, okay. with. And he so he was mentioned... allowed to
0: go talk to the students after?
1: No, so in oh. one of the episodes <laughs> he had mentioned he was scared to bring Kairi over because his brother got bullied at work and he became a shut-in. Hmm. And he was scared... To show her, like, hey, I, you know, my life isn't, you know, perfect and cool. I'm kind of embarrassed by this, but I'm also scared of what she'll think. And everyone mm-hmm. was like, be yourself, you know. Be, You know, you can't help that things around you like that happen, and Kyrie shouldn't care either, you know. So the ending of it was him going to his house, obviously not realizing, but propositioning his brother to join the Relife program, and that's where it just ends. Where he goes, hey, I want to introduce... I want to, you know, select you for the life experiment. So,
0: Interesting. Yeah. Do you think it'd be good if they continued with his brother?
1: I don't think so, because we never met his brother. It was just mm-hmm. in passing. Like, we never... And they already did that exact same story. Um... Right. To a degree where Kaizaki wasn't necessarily bullied, but his boss was, and then she committed suicide and he had he had just basically lost it and just didn't want to work. And when he tried mm-hmm. to work, he just never everyone looked at his his resume history going well, you worked at this, you know, internship for three months and you quit. That doesn't look good. We don't hire you. Not knowing right. the circumstances. Mm hmm. So
0: I just thought it'd be an interesting way to tell more of the romance story, but... No, I would definitely like it where they took up the romance story where maybe like
1: they either have to hide it or like I would like to see the consequences of them figuring this stuff out. I mean, I was happy to figure see that they figured it out, but mm-hmm. it's like, man, I'd love to know where this finally goes. But yeah, no, I really liked it. I gave it an 8 out of 10. Uh, it moved quick. The story I liked, and you know, you know, uh, from the first season, things were just kind of like, well, this is the ending, and boom, I've got to now distance myself because my real life is ending,
0: you know. Yeah, I remember when you reviewed it originally, you were displeased with the ending. Yeah, so so the OVA almost redeems it. That's kind of how I feel about what's the one where they switch bodies? Oh, Kokoro. Oh, wow, Connect. Kokoro Connect. Yeah, the OVA certainly redeems that show.
1: Yes, I agree, hundred percent. And it also feels kind of weird, though, because it's like, get rid of episode 13, mm-hmm. you know, and just put 14, 15, 16, and 17 in its place where yeah,
0: now that those exist, why have the shitty ending? Yeah, right? because
1: they even fucking ignored the fact that they're like, they were like, oh, we selected you to be a support person for real life. And this instance in the OVA, that was never an option given to him there was an option he chose or he requested <clears throat> to work for real life and that's where they put him. Where Chizuru wasn't a support person. Chizuru was like the pharmaceutical research in the pharmaceutical research department. Hmm. So. Interesting. You know, they, they have two different jobs.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So. that I'm curious where they went with An and Ryosuke because in the First season, they were dating, You know, they they dated at one point, not as, you know, high schoolers or whatever, but in a previous life, like they'd both been married or something to each other, something along those lines. I don't remember. It's kind of hazy.
0: There's so many relationship dynamics. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, yeah, I really like it. If you watched Real Life, I mean, obviously I just spoiled the shit out of it, but <laughs> I mean, if you really like Real Life, like go watch these and. I was kinda bummed they weren't dubbed right away, but it is what it is.
0: Uh huh.
1: Um I really hope you know the one thing I gotta say about real life in general, from a technical perspective, I really like the fact that they kinda did it Netflix style and released it all at once. They did the same thing with the OVA. They didn't they didn't,
0: you know. No drip (laughs) feed. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. I kinda wish we saw that with more anime. I understand why they don't, obviously,
0: but... Well, and then sometimes you get the drawback of Netflix where, like, they picked up Gure, which I love, but made you wait five months to watch any of it. <laughs> so it all comes out at once, but is that worth it if it's delayed? Usually not, if you're yeah, into it. Yeah,
1: but we're not the typical... Here's the thing I say about that, though. We're not the typical audience of Netflix. Yeah. As far as the anime side goes. We're keeping up with seasons. Your average right. viewer is not keeping up with anime seasons they probably mm-hmm. like, oh, what's this... Hey, this cute girl on this weird name with gambling on it. Like, oh, it could be something. You know.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. And if they're into it, they want to watch it all at once. Most people don't uh, watch TV episode to episode. I don't know. Maybe they do.
1: Maybe they do, yeah. There's
0: plenty of people that follow, like, Walking Dead and... Uh, oh, yeah. The- and Game of Thrones as they come out. So oh, it's yeah. not impossible to no. imagine they... No,
1: no, of course. But anime is its own separate thing where we can watch back to back to back to back to back, season after season after season
0: mm-hmm. of
1: new shows, where TV, general TV I should say, is I don't know, I don't know where I'm going with this, never mind <laughs> I just feel like because of our genre, our medium like there's always something for us where That's on TV, cool. there's reality there's sports, there's but, yeah, I suppose it's changing. Uh, drama. Just like
0: how traditional TVs changed a ton.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Anything else you want to discuss before we head off?
0: No, that was good. It got me more interested in real life. I'm glad it was redeemed with an OVA.
1: Yeah, me too. I, would, I didn't know what to expect. At first, when I first started watching it, like two weeks ago, I just watched the first like two or three minutes, and here I thought they were going to tell a story from... like. Uh, Chizaru like being an adult and then being brought into the real life program because her life like didn't work out but then I was happy to see like now they yeah, just put I, it remember, back I remember
0: in. the last time I recorded your prediction was similar and that's why I made the statement when we started because uh i'm like is she just older now that's kind of lame but yeah that's what i thought too they, so they yeah. made a better ending because going into it i remember you saying like i don't know if i'm interested in that i just don't want to see the, all the episodes just be her older that's not exciting <laughs> yeah. yeah so i'm glad glad there's stuff before that and that was the way they ended it
1: yep all right well thanks everybody for listening and uh we'll be back shortly
0: This has been the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you have any feedback, head over to BonsaiBeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. While you're there, you can also find our review index, which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.